second episode of the Brunswick Ballers Beat. That was the Working Man Blues by Merle Haggard, and you are listening to the hardest working man in fantasy football. I'm your host, Danny Wren, and I got to say happy Labor Day to everybody. We're so glad you joined us. I couldn't, I just got to tell you, I can't believe how this podcast exploded after week one. Not only the guys in the league, the, the guys and girls in the league talking about it, the community was talking about it. I mean, everybody wanted a piece of the Brunswick Ballers beat, and I I have to thank you for that because you spread the word, you let people know about it, and I appreciate it. Now, I got to tell you about today's show. I was going to talk about the transactions that were made throughout the week. I was going to talk about some of the things that are going on as we lead to week one, some some of the additions that people made, some of the drops that people did that made you scratch your head. I mean, Henry Ruggs, I mean, I'm not calling out people's names, but my goodness, you drafted him to be a starter and then he's on the waiver wire. So, I mean, lots of things happen that I, I kind of question some of the stuff I applauded, but we don't have time for that because I just a little bit ago had a chance to sit down with the commissioner of the Brunswick Ballers Fantasy Football League, Steve Harrington. Now I'm going to warn you, we got to talking, we got to analyzing. So it took a little bit. So I don't have time for any of that other stuff. We're going to go right now to the interview that I had with our commissioner, Steve Howington. I think you are going to learn some things. I think you're going to really enjoy this conversation. Let's get right to it. My conversation with the commissioner, Steve Howington. All right, folks, what a pleasure it is to be joined by the commissioner, of the Brunswick Ballers Fantasy Football League. I promised you this last week, and we have delivered. We have the commissioner, Steve Howington. Steve, thank you for being on the show. Happy Labor Day to you. Same to you. It's great to be on the show. I've been looking forward to being on the show for a couple weeks now. I'm ready to talk some fantasy football. Oh, it is so good to have you. And I, pre- I know you're a busy man. You have a lot of things going on. appreciate you making the time. First thing I want to ask you, though, just your assessment of the league. Now, the draft was well, a week or so ago. You've kind of seen some things go on in the league. What is your assessment so far as the commissioner? Well, i got to be honest. I um, I think I underestimated the talent we have in this league. When I was yeah. putting this league together, I was thinking, man, this is going to be easy money. Right. But now we're kind of a couple weeks in. I've been pretty impressed with the transactions and how people are handling their team so far. Now, we haven't seen anything on the field yet, but I've been pretty impressed with the league overall. So with that answer, it would lead, lead me to believe with maybe who you asked, like you said, easy money, you might have thought you were putting a lead together to put some money in your own pocket. <laughs> no, no. <that> was <laughs> I was putting a lead together with a bunch of good people right. that uh, we had spent some time together through the summer and right. through the years through baseball. And I knew that it would be a good competition, good laughs, and good fun. Let me ask, and I knew that, uh, you know, just fooling around. I knew that. I I agree with you. I think you've put together uh, 10 really good team owners here that know their football. 
And, you know, week to week, these are people that are going to be invested in the league. And I don't think there's going to be an easy matchup in any week. Would you agree with that? I do agree. I do. I think that uh, everyone is fielding a decent uh, team. And I think each team, some has a little bit more weaknesses than others. But for the most part, I think the strengths and weaknesses kind of balance out week to week from matchup to matchup. I agree with you. I, th- I want to ask you this, though. Think back to the draft. It was our inaugural draft. I'd love to get your assessment on how you thought the draft went. Uh, I personally, I got to tell you, as a participant in this league, I thought it was wonderful. I thought the setup was great. I just thought it was a great time. Is this something you look to repeat in the future, or are you thinking even bigger and better things? I think for now, we will see as we go how we want to grow the league. I mean, there's a lot of ideas out there about keepers and where do we want to progress in that uh, avenue. But right now, I like to where it is. I love the draft. Um, I was actually pleasantly surprised because I really thought that with a two-quarterback league that that people were going to start, owners were going to go that way quickly. And I really thought I was going to clean up at running back. I thought that... You know, putting that little wrinkle in there was going to throw some people off, but I was impressed. Right. Everyone knew what to do. They knew the game plan. They knew running backs was a high value, and that's where it went. I was impressed with that. Well, and I know you took a lot of heat about the two-quarterback system. I know there were some people trying to push you in the other direction. But now that you've made the decision, and it is the it is officially a two-quarterback league, are you comfortable with that? Danny, I couldn't be happier. <laughs> it is the only fantasy league that I that I see out there right now with two quarterbacks that I know of with in my circles. Right. Um, but I am so excited because it brings a different element. It's not a traditional league. Every league has one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, a flex. It's just the same old, same old. I think it adds a new wrinkle. I think not only the two quarterbacks, but not having a straight out tight end. I think it's a not a deep position in the NFL, and I think it, you know having a tight end, wide receiver, flex really opens it up a little bit. Well, I agree with you, and I and I think you know you've been known as an innovate as an innovator in the fantasy world for a long time. So I just say kudos to you, and what a great job you have done so far as we get ready to kick this season off. So I I'm ready to jump into the week one matchups. Are you ready to take a look at these matchups and maybe offer some predictions? Absolutely, I'm even willing. I am so confident in my predictions this week. Okay. I'm willing to let everyone know okay. ahead of time what I'm, I'm going to pick. Yeah. So that way they can kind of go off of what I'm doing. Because we have this little side pick only. I know you do. Within our own league. And I'm willing to let people copy what I'm doing this week. So, I'm pretty confident. You're willing to make five picks live on the air. I mean... This is unbelievable. You don't hear this kind of thing. You know, you hear it on sports talk radio every Saturday night when people give their parlays and predictions. This is unprecedented. This is, I I really thank you for this. Yeah, I mean, I'm willing to throw it out there. And you know what? If they want to go with me and go undefeated this week, that's fine. If they want to go 6-0, 5-0, whatever we have, I'm going to go. Sounds good. Well, let's jump in. I'm going to look at my screen. And the first matchup I'd like to talk about is Eastbound and Brown. Versus Knicks team. Now, right now, Eastbound and Brown predicted for 152, 153 points. Knicks team right at 155.6. As you look at this matchup, what do you see? You know, this is, I think, you know, it's interesting. You're starting with the hardest matchup for me 
for the week. Yeah. One of the two hardest that I had to predict. Right. Um, I think that this is an interesting one. I think that uh, Nick's team got two really good wide receivers, Thomas and Godwin. I yes. mean, they're going to put up some points, without a doubt. Right. And then on the other side, you have East Brown. They got Adams and Thielen. I mean, no slouch. So the wide receivers there are going to kind of, I give a little bit of an edge to Nick's team on that one. Um, but, it, you know, it could be pretty awash as the week progresses. Okay. Uh, quarterbacks, I think uh, Nick's team, I'm interested to see what Newton does in New England. I yep. mean, that's, that's going to be interesting. And then on the flip side, what Bridgewater does uh, there in Carolina, that's going to be interesting. What do you think about that? I agree with you. As I look at these teams, I agree with you. There's question marks. I kind of favor Nick's team in the quarterbacks department. I'm not sold on Teddy Bridgewater in Carolina just yet. We'll see what he can do. If I'm making a pick here, I think Yahoo gets it right. I think Nick's team wins this week, and I think they win comfortably. What do you think? I'm not going to lean towards comfortably. Okay. Um, and the reason why I think I would, I would agree with you, the reason why I'm agreeing with you, I, I would, would be the running back situation. That's a lot of pressure to put on a rookie running back there in KC with Edwards Hilaire. I just don't know what he brings to the table. And if he performs like a rookie, I do agree it will be a runaway. But if he can kind of show that maybe a rookie coming in with a little bit of veteran kind of uh, something to him, right. put up some points, I think you know Eastbound can make it close. Eastbound could make it close, but I'm reading reports that Daryl Williams in Kansas City is going to possibly split some carries with Edwards Hilaire. If that happens, the value of Edwards Hilaire goes down early in the season. Maybe yes. in week 10. I think uh, Nick's team runs away with it. So I've convinced you. Very good. Here we go. Let's look at this next game. We got Barry's Foreskins versus Raven Nation. Now the Foreskins are at about 156.6. While Raven Nation is comfortably ahead about five points at 161.69. I mean, I just got to talk. I, I raved about Raven Nation last week with the quarterbacks that they're running out, Mahomes and Watson. I don't know of many weeks where they're not going to be the favorite. I'm picking them this week. I think they obliterate Barry's four skins. What do you see? Danny, I love to disagree with you, but I can't. No. This is going to be devastating. I mean, I think Barry's four skins might walk out of this week devastated. I, I just, I mean, I like some of their pieces. I love Ezekiel Elliott. But if I'm relying on Jared Goff and Ryan Tannehill as my starters in a fantasy league, it's tough to be, it's tough to be positive, right? I agree. I mean, the saving grace is, you know, you got Kittles and you got Elliott, right? Right. Yep. You know, that, that they're going to get you some points, right? So that's your saving grace there. Yeah. But if they have a mediocre day, yep. it's not going to be good enough. So we're agree Raven Nation runs away with it. It's a watch. I'm actually right now putting my pick in right now. I clicked on Raven Nation to win that matchup. We so got it. You heard it first here. <laughs> and then I also already, I didn't mention it, but I clicked next team. So the commission has Nick's team and Raven Nation so far. So thus far, we're agreeing with what Yahoo says. Now let's move on to what Yahoo predicts is the most one-sided matchup this week. Okay? And this is Baltimore's Birds at 164.41 going against Jana's team at 151.62. Now on paper, 
This looks like Baltimore's birds runs away with it. Your thoughts? I actually think this is going to be close. Okay. I really, really do. I think that Henry and Gurley, I think they're going to put up some numbers. Okay. Um, I think Hill in Kansas City for a Janice team is going to put up some numbers. I think Russell Wilson, I mean, I look at Janice team, and I know it's not predicted to do well this week, but there are some players on that team that can put up some good numbers. I have to tell you, Mr. Commissioner, I agree with you. Now, I understand that people aren't big on Josh Allen when it comes to throwing the football. He's so valuable with his legs, though. You pair Russell Wilson with Josh Allen, you have a pretty good fantasy tandem there. And then, as you said, Henry and Gurley and Lockett and Hill, I see this matchup a lot closer. Now, Baltimore's birds, yes, very good, very good team. I'll tell you the truth. I think, and I said this last week, I think Julio Jones is getting a little bit older. I'm not convinced that he's going to have the typical Julio season that we normally see. Uh, most start in San Francisco as a running back. Okay, he's kind of he's kind of, he's kind of pedestrian for me. I love McCaffrey. I love Kyler Murray. Hey, this is really close. I think Baltimore's birds prevails, but I think only by a point or two. What do you see? I actually disagree this week. Whoa. I think this is the upset of the week right here. Oh, wow. I think Janice team is going to pull it out. It's going to be close. Okay. But let me tell you, Julio Jones, I don't think he's caught a touchdown pass in like three years. Yeah. I don't know when's the last time he got a touchdown pass. He racks up the yards. Yep. But he doesn't find the end zone. Yep. Um, and I, I agree with you with the running back. I mean, McCaffrey is just McCaffrey, right? right? He's the number one pick in every draft for a reason. But if you had anything to go with him, I would probably be picking Baltimore Birds. But, you know, Mozart does nothing for me. Yeah. I mean, nothing at all. And Diggs and Buffalo, uh, we'll see. And Will Fuller is his other wide receiver. I, I mean, I just he's injured all the time. I mean, maybe you can count on him week one, week two. After that, he'll be hurt. He'll have a hamstring problem. Well, I, go ahead. Yeah. Well, and here's what I was going to say, and I didn't mean to cut you off, but I was going to say this. If Diggs scores this week for the Birds, who's that helping? It's helping Josh Allen. So that's, yeah. you know what I'm saying? you got to look at those matchups. And like I said, I'm going to take the birds by a point or two. You're taking the upset maybe of the year here I'm and taking Janice team. I am taking it right now. Locked in. That is the upset maybe of the year, but it's definitely going to be the upset of this week. Wow. Well, you heard it here first, folks. That is a huge prediction by the commissioner. We got two more games to go. Now, commissioner, I'm going to keep your game last, if that's okay with you. And we're going to move on to actually the game that I have. I have a game. Fins up is taking on better late than never. Now the now the, the points have kind of changed throughout the week. Earlier in the week, Fins up was predicted to win. Now Fins up is at about one hundred fifty four point two six. While you have better never than late at one hundred fifty seven point fifty five. I'm going to let you give the first assessment of this of this one. What do you see?
So then we move to the wide receivers. Wide receivers, you got better never with Hopkins and Moore. Yep. Like that. And then you got Finns up with uh, Smith Schuster and Beckham. I know you didn't like the Beckham pick. I like the Beckham pick. Oh, I, I, do. I thought you hated it. Okay. Okay. Right? Okay. So, um, I, I got to get the wide receivers there. Hopkins, it's just another, I think that's another wash. Okay. I would give it to Hopkins and more if Hopkins was still in Houston. Okay. But right. with a new home, I just, I got to see a game or so to see how he performs. Okay. Now we move on to the running backs. I mean, you have Cook and Sanders for better than ever. And then you have Barkley and Johnson. This is another tough one, but I think Barkley and Johnson, when Finn's up, is going to outscore Cook and Sanders. Okay. I, I love I to hear that. There, I do. <laughs> I think Barkley's going to put up monster numbers. Um, and uh, I just think that there's going to be a little bit there. And Cook, I, I need to see him. And so we'll see. I get the edge to Finn's up there. Uh, we get to the tight end, which is your flex position. I mean, Kelsey, you'll never, I'll never bet against him against any one-on-one matchup right. in a wide receiver tight end situation. So, again, tight end, that flex position goes to Finn's up. Uh, kicking defense, uh, who knows what's going to happen there, right? Right. So I think this is going to be the closest battle of the week. It's, it's going to be close, and I just give a tiny edge. Not because you're the host. Okay. Not knowing it. <laughs> not, I, I, I would love to tell you, Danny, you're going to lose this week. I know you would. But I just can't do it. I think you're going to pull it out. You're going to get lucky. And I think maybe, just maybe, the Monday night game yep. with Pittsburgh will do it for you. I just do. You have Monday night. Yep. You have Miss Schuster. You have Barkley. You have Boswell. you got some players on Monday. And I think they're going to pull out the win for you. Commissioner, I love the I love the way you're thinking there. We're going to look at this league on Sunday night, and people are going to say, "Oh my goodness, better never than late has gotten the best of fins up." But as you said, wait, hey, we're all waiting for Monday night, and I think Monday night is where the cream rises to the top. And I'm never going to pick against myself. You know, I'm just never going to do it. And I think fins up. I feel comfortable with my team. I'm always, you know, you know me. I'm always looking to upgrade if possible. But I think Finn's up late, late, late Monday night finds a way to slip by better never than late by maybe six or seven points. That's what I'm going to predict. So I'm take I'm going to I'm going to bet on myself, and I appreciate you doing so as well. So so far, for two reasons on that. I mean, one more thing is that you definitely need to trade to upgrade a little bit. That's that's the opportunity there, right? And I also agree you're going to win by a little bit, but don't sleep on your Philadelphia defense against the Atlas. Washington football team. I think your defense actually might be the game changer for you this week because I just see Philadelphia's defense scoring some serious points against that offense. Well, and there's a reason that I like to stream defenses week to week. And when I saw that week one matchup, I said, I mean, I'm, I may try to pick whoever's playing Washington, whoever's playing the football team every week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Right. <laughs> so here we go. We're going to move on now to your matchup. Now, Yahoo has this thing. I'm telling you, they have this thing as the closest matchup of the week by their standards. All right? So it's Howtown C-Draft. That's your team, Commissioner. And you're taking on Rob's team. 
They got Rob's team at 154.83, and they got your team, Howtown C-plus draft, at 153.42. Now, Commissioner, can I give my assessment first on this one? I would love to hear what you have to say. Okay. Now, I said this last week. I thought the move of the draft was when Rob's team was able to couple Alvin Kamara and Lamar Jackson on back-to-back picks. I, I thought that was brilliant. You know, I, I thought it was the move of the draft. And as I sit here and, and analyze Rob's team, man, I'm telling you, they are tough to beat. Now, now Yahoo only puts them at 154. I, I like what they're doing. Do I like Nick Chubb? Uh, you know, I don't know about him. I'm not sold on the Cleveland running game myself. I, You know, he has DJ Sharp there. The problem with that is, you know, you never know what Gardner Minshew you're going to get down there in Jacksonville. So, I mean, I look at his top five guys. I feel good. Jackson, Jones, Robinson, Cooper, Kamara. Great. Chubb and Chark uh, or Sharp Jr. Okay, I'm, I'm not sure about that. Then I look at Haltown. You're putting two old veterans together in Ryan and Breeze. I mean, I like it. I know I gave you some flack in my show last week. I don't mind the quarterbacks there. I talked about A.J. Brown. You know, I do, I'm going to say it again. You're either a boom or bust on your running backs. I feel like Mixon and Jacobs, they could either go off or they could do nothing. That's just my opinion. That's just my opinion. I know a lot of people have criticized my opinions, but, that, you know, that's fine. That's why we do this show. If I'm going to pick this matchup, I hate to tell you, Kamish, I'm going to give the nod to Rob's team late. They're going to win it. Let's see. Do they have they late Sunday? No, I'm sorry. Late Sunday night and then Monday night, they have Cooper and then they have Daniel Jones. I think they find a way to win. I hate to do it to you. I'm going to take Rob's team by a point or two to win. What do you see? I can see why you do that, but let's think about it like this. Okay. Rob's team is projected to have about 154 points. Yes. A third of those points are coming from two players. Yes. Two. So if one of those two players, mediocre, that's a third of your points on two players. I just don't see a balance in players on Rob's team. He's top-heavy. And, you know, if Jackson and Kamar don't perform, and Kamar don't have a contract, right? So how motivated is he to run? So if you are just putting all your eggs in that basket, I think that's difficult. Where I look at my team well-balanced, and yes, I definitely need to upgrade a wide receiver. Um, I love what I did in the uh, transaction market by picking up Ruggs, who seems to be the number one yes. out there in Vegas. Um, he may start. I don't know. I still have some questions. This may not be my starting lineup. Right. But, I, I, of course, I'm going to pick myself. Of course. But just think about that. A third of your points come from two players. Oof, that's a lot. Well, and, and, and Commissioner, that's why we had you on. Because you see the matchups and you see those, those those inside notes that we all don't see. And that is a great point that you just made about the top heaviness there on, on, on Rob's team. Uh, I, I just, I mean, I, I, you people would pay for this. People would pay for this analysis that you've given us today. I mean, I got to tell you, I really, really appreciate you being on the show. We're already past 20 minutes and I, I mean, I know we're going to get some people angry at us, but I just got to tell you, Commissioner, I got to thank you for coming on with us today. Appreciate all you're doing for the league and hope we can have you again sometime. 
Hey, Danny, I, I appreciate the time, and I will always be a guest on your show. I mean, I know your ratings keep soaring every week. Um, I, I hear it. I hear it in the community. I hear it online. Just that more and more people want a part of your uh, podcast. They want to listen. They want to be a part of it. And actually, I hear people saying they're tuning in to figure out what they want to do each week to week. So, so I commend you for what you're putting out there for others. Um, it, it's definitely, definitely a gold package you got there. So, folks, that was my conversation with Commissioner Steve Howington. Wow, that was 20 or so minutes. It seemed like it was two minutes. So much good information that he passed along there. Hey, look, I hope you enjoyed it. When we talk again, week one is going to be in the books, and we'll look back and see who was hot and who was not and who has uh, you know, some good things going forward and who better make a facelift on their team. I can't wait to talk with you next week. We'll let you know who the special guest will be later in the week. I hope everybody has a happy Labor Day. Enjoy it and enjoy week one. Well, I keep my nose on the grindstone, work hard every day. Get tired on the weekend. After I draw my pay, but I go backward. Come Monday morning, I'm right back with the crew. I drink a little beer that evening, sing a little bit of this word, man.